Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back to another episode. And when I say another episode, this is episode 100. For whatever reason, we just kept going, even though nobody listens to this garbage. So, thank you to anyone who's still here, listens, appreciate you. Um... Please click like, subscribe, comment, share. We've got some notes on that. Uh, we're going to be doing our first prize giveaway, uh, but there are some conditions in order for you to win it. It's going to be a $25 Amazon gift card. And that is courtesy of Cheers and Spirits. What's the rest of their name? Cheers and Spirits. Cheers and Spirits. Yeah, that's yeah. how we all know it. Like, I don't know the rest of, like, I don't know the rest of anyone else's name. Yeah. Like, Cheers and Spirits is what's in the big marquee in front of the store. Uh, they're located in uh, in Arnold, Maryland, uh, in the Arnold Station. Uh, plenty of good beers and liquors there. Good selection. They do tastings all the time. They had Flying Dog Brewery out there, I think, last Saturday, doing giving some free samples, which I'm surprised you didn't go to over there. And I am actually speaking to Ty. We have Ty here, Krishan, as always, Mike's over there. Um, for the 100th, we want to have some more people in here, make it more fun. And so we brought in some friends that have been on other episodes with us. Uh, what was the thing? Of, oh, oh, big announcement. Big, big announcement. We got some uh, podcast rankings in. Now, we we rank nowhere anywhere near a top 1,000 in the United States. But where we apparently are very big is China. <laughs> and, you know, it makes sense. Makes sense. You know, a bunch of bunch of guys speaking complete English with no Mandarin in this thing whatsoever, or Cantonese. Uh, we are ranked number 101 in China for alternative health. We made it. Out of how many? 100. Don't. Listen, don't, don't, don't ruin the festivities. You made it through the filters. We, we did, yeah. Apparently, we are not. We are not censored in China. So it's us and the NBA. Probably. Like, yeah. we're like, the NBA's like up here. Yeah. Us and the, look, look, all I know is we're, because of that, we're probably as big as LeBron. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. Like, we can be in the same sentence as LeBron now. Right. Or any other major NBA player. Right. Steph Curry. Right. We are on par Those are the two them. I know. Right. Stephon <laughs> Marbury is huge in China. Right. Right. Wasn't Dennis Rodman really? huge over there? No. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was big he, in North Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's a little bit different. That's the other, yeah. yeah. No, I wonder where we rank in North Korea. Well, probably number one. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> if we get through the filters, we're the only podcast there. We are breaking barriers. <laughs> Um, there's some news on that dude, by the way, apparently like he's been puffing up his 10 year old daughter, like starting to put out a lot of propaganda about her. They just made it illegal for anyone in the country to have her name. And so now the speculation is that he's going to off the sister. I'm mm-hmm. wasn't the sister supposed to be like, the, next yeah, in the, line? the sister was going to be next in line. So now the rumor is they said, well, basically he just killed half his family last year or two years ago. She's probably next, and the daughter's going to be the next in line. So I was like, "Wow, that's that's different." I don't know if you can. <laughs> Have you ever seen pictures of his sister? She looks pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, if I had to guess which one was like had more, I'm going to kill you in her. It was her. But I mean, this dude seems pretty brutal. Like he has no problems just offing people. Now, here's the thing, though: was she the one actually doing the offing? That's a possibility. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, big things happening in North Korea these days. 
which we should be up on if we're going to be the number one podcast in North Korea. Right. Right. We need to get on that. That conversation just banned you in China. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We lost our, we lost our 101 spot for the number one spot. I'll take it. (laughs) Winning. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's a lot of interesting stuff there. Um, We have other news as far as things that have been in the news. All right. And then we'll we'll get to a fun one later because a two-year escapade has finally come to an end for now until the next one. Right. But we'll get to that later. And also, I mean, if you want to hear how to win that $25 gift card, stay to the end. That's the tease right there. Sorry. We're going to be those people. Yeah. The other thing is, when I say please like, subscribe, comment, share, remember that is the currency we use for this podcast. You can listen to all of our content for free as long as you subscribe or follow us on the podcast platforms. That is our handshake agreement. Um, You do that for us, and we provide you with all the content you could ever desire, as shown by our 100th episode. We have 100 episodes for you to go back through. Most of them okay. Yeah. Probably more than half are probably crappy, (laughs) you know. Yeah, have high high standards for this podcast. If you're on like a really long drive, yeah. or uh, you know, you're waiting for a flight. <laughs> I mean, you got to figure we got what? That's probably close to a hundred hours. Yeah, close. No, it's got to be more than hundred hours because all of them are about an hour, but some of them are more. Right. So you know, you can go to California and back with that. Yeah. All right. Well, why would you want to? Go to California or listen to our podcast. Go to California. Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Valid points made. So self-deprecating today, guys. Yeah. Well, I think we're. I think we're more on the lines of. Gosh, I hope we don't. I hope more people don't listen to this. Um. But apparently, people like it, so that's great. I'm glad people are enjoying it. Um. Again, cheers and spirits. Thank you for them for being a sponsor of this show. Uh, multiple occasions, so we're happy to have them back. Um, let's talk about aliens. Yeah. We need to revisit this topic. We talked about this in probably about a year ago. That was my most fun episode ever. That was great. Uh, that was, I tell everyone, you know, hey, if you want to listen to a good one, the aliens one was, was good. I love that. I still listen to it. Yeah. I, I mean, we try to go back on a little, cause what was it? It was, it, it wasn't last year. It was Halloween of 21. Yeah. It was in the, it was like. One of the first of the first six months. Yeah, yeah. And look, I, I'm putting my cards on the table. I'm a believer, straight up. They're out there. At least I think they are. Yeah, there's so many stars. I mean, come on, it's it's, it's impossible. The math's in my favor, right? Yeah. Okay. Krishan, do you believe? Um, that's I, a no. That's a no. no. It's not. It's not a no. <laughs> I just have like a weird thought on it. Um, Go right ahead. I I think. We may be the aliens. Oh, I do like this theory. So, yeah. like, on its own, the Earth really works well. Yeah. And the only thing that kind of messes things up occasionally are are us. Um, so, I'm being a big Star Wars nerd. So, they're saying one of the ways that the different worlds in Star Wars got populated was through crashes of spacecraft. So, like, the, the ship would crash... And then the people who were there, like, eventually, like, there'd be some survivors and they'd eventually just colonize, populate that planet. So that very well. And then I heard another theory. This one is wild that 
Han Solo and Chewie crashed in the Pacific Northwest, and Chewie survived the crash. So they both did, but Wookiees lived to be 400 years old, and humans... Chewie is Sasquatch. Yeah, so that Chewie is Sasquatch. That would be wild if it was actually... <laughs> so Chewie, you, show you, yourself. You're saying Star Wars is kind of like the, pre, the, the prelude to a documentary... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of Chewie and Han Solo crashing on this planet. Yeah. Okay. Some some fan wrote a story, but like a whole long story about it. I, I didn't read the whole thing. I just read that somebody did it. When did the Zapruder film come out? Was that 50s? I don't know. The what? The Zapruder film. The one with the Sasquatch. Mm. Oh, I don't the, know. The black and white with the Sasquatch oh, yeah, walking the around. Like walking by where it's clearly a dude in a suit. Yeah. And, they, and they're like, oh, this is fake. Well, slow down. It's clearly a dude in a suit. Hey, let's say that's real. I'm just gonna. We're gonna play hypothetical. Okay. Okay. We'll play it's a fun conversation. Yeah. Let's say it's real. Now you said the Chewie could live to be 400 years old. Mm-hmm. Let's say in that film from the 50s, that's like a young Chewbacca. You know, I mean, my man's got another 300 years at least. Yeah, but who knows how old Chewie was when they crashed? Yeah, now you got a point there. Do you age in space? I don't know. I think so. I mean, you age differently. I, I think so. You Time age differently, right? Yeah. He wasn't always in space. He was on planets. So, I mean, I think you got to age somewhere. Well, I mean, they all, you know, look at look at Grogu. For those who don't know who Grogu is, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's 50 years old in The Mandalorian. He's still a baby. Yeah. I mean, Yoda was almost 900, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring the, let's bring the conversation a little bit back more toward reality a little bit. <laughs> the aliens, no, no, the aliens. <laughs> straight up. The reality is the aliens part. I mean, this is that was a good theory. I mean, we're we're Look, pontificating if it's real. aliens are real. I don't think we're important enough for them to visit. We don't we don't do anything here. Like we don't do anything. It's not about being important though. It's about like, them being curious. Maybe, maybe go on safari like we do. To right, go look right, at animals. right. That's what I'm saying. Like some people want to go see the lions. Maybe we're the lions in this scenario. Maybe we're Someone's the just zoo. checking us out. That's so maybe they, we're the zoo. They come and like, hey, let's go see these idiots. <laughs> right. They're just all over here. Met, they're just taking each other out. Just like yeah. the lion. The lion's taking out the gazelle in the, in the Serengeti. For food. For food. I mean, you know, look. Maybe we're not doing it for food. It's still, hun- <laughs> it's still Hunger Games out here. Right? <laughs> come on. Theories. Right? Now, the reason why I'm talking about this. The reason why I brought it up. Over the last two to three weeks, the United States has shot down, and I'm going to use air quotes here for people that can't see me, balloons. All right? Listen. I don't think they were all balloons. I'm saying one of those is a balloon. That's the one they got snapshots of. No one saw snapshots of the other two. They're having trouble locating them. There's harsh weather, apparently. One was described as a as a disc shaped object. Now this is on top of what we talked about before with the whole the naval officer guy talking about his experience. He was on Rogan mm-hmm. talking about his experience, and now he saw it. And now he's on the radio and heard about it. Listen, I, I think we're probably we got to be maybe a year away from them just coming forth and saying it's aliens. It happens. Right, we got to be close to it. Yeah, but who's going to believe them? Because well, nobody. nobody believes what they say. Like, like yeah, anyway, they say anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
I know that's the sad part. Like if they if, if when they finally come out and t- say it, it's actual aliens and UFOs and all this stuff, I'm be like, no, 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 that's that's not real now. Right. I know it's not real. They they haven't been telling the truth in the last what. Right. Yeah, I believe it. Down. Bring bring Chewy out into the Rose Garden right. and have a press conference. Right. Then I'll believe you. Well, I'm yeah. going to want to see receipts. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm going to either want to see a downed UFO. I'm going to want to see the alien entombed, and and I, there better be someone there probing at it, picking at it, and showing me that it's not a robot with skin stretched across it or something. This like I need receipts on that. Like if they're going to come out and say it, receipts. Just saying. Yeah, they're 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 not they're not going like. When if they came out and said breaking news, right? No one's gonna believe them. <laughs> right, 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 right. So or say it broke on Fox. Yeah. No one who's like, you know, uh, on the left, center to left is gonna believe it. If it came out on the New York Times or the Washington Post, be like, nah, <laughs> that's crap. You got you got so, Wolf, Wolf Blitzer yeah. <laughs> having to talk about Wolf aliens. Blitzer could pull his face off for, yeah, on camera, like in what was that show? V, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. aliens yeah, yeah, yeah. and like like I'm Joe Cor, and like no one's gonna believe it. Literally, bring the receipts on air. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah, don't believe it. It's Wolf, <laughs> liar. So. Like Nancy Pelosi's an alien. Like right. no, <laughs> so five years ago the same person was like, she's an alien. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know for sure she exposed herself. Ain't oh, real. Now they're admitting she's an alien. She's definitely not an alien. Right. What are they hiding? Yeah, what they do this time? Right. <laughs> but remember Balloon Boy? Yes, I, I don't that. enlighten me. So well, it's probably been years ago, like ten years, yeah, maybe a little more. With a the family had a balloon and. Uh, it it goes off right, and they say, "Oh, our son is in this balloon." So then there's all these resources going into trying to that. get the balloon down, and the whole time the kids in the attic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that, that their balloon looked, you know, kind of with a UFO. How many balloon boys did the Air Force just shoot down? <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> can we can we talk about the first balloon for a second here? What do we think that is? So the the first reports was it's a spy balloon from China. Because that was the first report, I'm like, there's no shot it was a spy balloon from China. What but could it have been? Don't they have their own... They have satellites. Satellites? Right. Yes. Why would they, they need a balloon? They have much higher powered satellites yeah. than that mm-hmm. balloon could ever be. Like, our satellites are over them and their satellites are over us. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. sure they have a geo one in geostationary orbit that just sits there right over, t- just like we do over there. Yeah. Like I was trying to figure out the upside. Like, what's the upside? Like, why? I couldn't figure anything out. But you know that's going to get seen. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Now, do you think it was? So the the new story is that it was a it is from China. China saying it is from us, but it was from like a commercial company, like a, a like a for profit company that just one of their things got loose. Sure. But then two more? It's believable. And one of which got all the way over into, like, what, North Carolina? Yeah, they shot it down. South, South, yeah. South North, Carolina. Or was that the Beach. first one? Was that the first one? The first yeah. one. Yeah. The first, the first one. Just, they just let that thing fly over the U.S.? Like, eh, well, they, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was pretty yeah. big, though. It, it too big to shoot down over, like, populated areas and not know. Which is exactly where they didn't shoot it down over Montana. Where there's nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like, or, that was let's be honest. 
about a third of its travel was over where nobody is. Right. You you had a lot of nothing to shoot that down over before yeah. it got to North Carolina. I think they didn't want to disrupt the production of Yellowstone because it's such a popular show, and you shoot that down in Montana. You, you're shutting down production for three weeks because then you got to coordinate off, and the government's got to get involved, and they're not going to let Taylor, Taylor Tyler Taylor Sheridan shoot his show. By the way, dude's got four shows out right now. He genius. I don't know who that is. Is that he, the guy who runs Yellowstone? So he he wrote Yellowstone. He wrote 1883, which was a precursor. Yeah. They, Don't they, they have, like, another one that's, like, 1903 yeah, or something? Well, 1923. But here's okay. the thing. So everyone's, like, asking, like, how come 1883 only had one season? And then he came out with 1923 almost exactly. They wanted to renew 1883, but he had already written the ending, and he, they hadn't told him yet. So basically it made it impossible to have a second season. So then he had to create 1923 and a whole story behind that. But then he's got one called Tulsa King, which has Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hear me out. Like, I thought it was going to be complete garbage because that mushmouth can't speak for shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love but have him. you seen the Expendables movies? Those are fantastic. Yeah, yeah no, but look, I love him in Rocky. That mushmouth plays. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it plays with that. He, he's, he sounds like the brain-dead boxer he's portraying. I get that. Makes sense. That's great. Take that same voice and now apply it to, like, a, a, a gangster that got exiled to Tulsa. It doesn't really, you know, it the voice doesn't match so well. You need some enunciation so people can understand. Like, it took me a good two episodes to, like, finally be able to understand. Did you turn on the subtitles? I might, yeah, I did. I'm not going to lie to you, I did. Um, <laughs> I just I couldn't understand half of it. Um, it's an excellent show, though. I am, I, th- I think the first season's over and they only had eight episodes. I'm like, yo. You didn't give me. The, you didn't give me the European ten episodes. Like you, the European. That's like the, the standard now. Like HBO stuff is eight episodes. Yeah, it's supposed to be ten. I, that's what has been. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's what they do now. I feel like I got cheated. I could have gone for two more episodes. So now I got to wait for. That's making you hang. But the problem come back. The problem with these shows is, you got to wait at least a year for the next season now. Oh, oh, the the. House of the Dragons, like two years, right? Ridiculous. Ted Lasso has been over a year. Yeah, like you're shooting a comedy. You ain't you're you're not even shooting things with like high end costume. Like at least with the the uh, what was the Age of Dragons? What was the, something House Dragon? of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Dragon. If I can't remember shit, <laughs> House of the Dragon. I get it. You got costumes and sets to build. These fucking Ted Lasso. You got nothing to build. There's you're point. filming off season in a soccer stadium. Come on, you're wearing track suits. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure you can go to New Jersey and pick up a whole, like, whole cart full of track suits. Can I just say, I think most of House of Dragon is CGI, though, right? It's like it's true. I mean, I get it, but uh, two years. They got like two real, years. They ain't pulling out real dragons or anything. Yeah, like, I mean, they're talking about conspiracies. Who knows? Just the rubber dragon, yeah. <laughs> real dragon, Chewy, Chewy's breeding dragons. <laughs> That's funny. All right, we're talking TV. Anybody seen? Um, Welcome to Wrexham. Yes. That's so good. Still waiting for my second year. So Still good. For my second, at least they had like 18 episodes. Though. Yeah, yeah, That was a lot of episodes. Thank so you. Did you. Have you watched felt, that, Mike? Mm-mm. So Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney, two like Hollywood guys, bought a soccer team in Wales mm-hmm. and are like pumping money into it to get them up. You know, they have like the tiers. Yeah. They're, they're like the they're lowest, lowest professional division. tier and they're uh-huh. trying to get them to, to get into the real tiers. So they're like single A? 
Yeah, it's basically their low, their low <laughs> single A. It's, it's rookie ball. Okay, yeah, it's basically it's, yeah, it's Arizona Fall League. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, but they're no they're money. like pumping money into it, and like getting like guys to come down. It's it's cool. Wow, like it's actually yeah. a very cool. Document. So it's it's, it's cool. real. It's yes, not real. A, no, it's okay. legit. Yeah, yeah. You can so, look them up. So there's another show like that. I mean, obviously, like uh, Ryan Reynolds. I think that dude's funny. And almost oh, he's hilarious. Does. I'd invite yeah. him over. He'd be cool. He's, I mean, he's Deadpool fame, but he did a oh, whole yeah. bunch of other stuff before that. Um, McElhenney is uh, always sunny in Philadelphia fame. Yeah. Not the funny guy, but the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's another show, but it's more of the reality, and it's old. It's called Sunderland Till I Die. And it essentially chronicles the team from Sunderland, um, and they were going in the opposite direction. They had no fun. There was no booster, no funding. It was basically that someone from Netflix just literally went out there and chronicled this team that used to be in the Premier League. It used to be like a name, and they were just falling through the ranks of English soccer. And uh, I think there were two or three seasons of that. Man, I got into that. Super into that. I don't know what it is, but I can watch. If anyone, if any of these actors have British accents, I'm in. <laughs> Like Green Street Hooligans, another soccer okay. movie for people. Amazing movie. It's got Elijah Wood in it. He's probably the worst actor in the whole thing because I keep looking, I keep seeing Frodo. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like. By the way, the worst Hobbit. Anyway, yeah, he's like, the worst Hobbit. You're Frodo, but. Um, Can I say I used to um, not be into the English accent in shows, so I wouldn't watch it. And then COVID happened, and there was nothing else to watch, so I started. <laughs> Started watching British TV, and, and it, they have some of the best shows I think on television. It's a profession out there. Yeah. It's not a lottery. Like mm-hmm. they literally go to acting schools yeah. out there, mm-hmm. which is why you all. I mean, there aren't that. I won't say I don't want to say there aren't that many, but there aren't that many of them. Which is why you see a lot of them in a lot of the uh, different shows. Like if you watch um, The Crown, you'll yeah. see a lot of the same people that were in Harry Potter. Yeah, Peaky Blinders. Like Pete by Peaky Blinders, great show. Oh yeah. Um, at least the first four seasons were season five. They, they, they they've, you could tell they, kind of. It, it ended up being like the Soprano season six, where there's a lot of like pan out scenes and shit. Like they're just like it's a scene of Tony looking at the flowers, and like you're supposed <laughs> to in, understand what he's thinking. Like so, like Piggy Blinder season six got kind of five and six kind of the same way, but beside the point. Um, there's just a lot of shows that I've just been I, I've kind of just dug that were. British in 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 their uh, isms, I guess. Um, but some are are like The Office was a British yeah, that was show. A British show, first. yes. Yeah. So was House um, of Cards and the show yeah. Ghost. We Ghost. watched. We yeah, watched yeah, that was yeah, a, yeah, that's a really British good show. That's a good show. Yeah, that's a really good show. Love oh Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. Yeah. That's such a cracked out show, but I love it. Yeah. 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 Well, I was like the. Uh, Monty Python. Oh, Monty Python. Come <laughs> on. It's classic, though. We can yeah. throw Monty Python quotes out of my house all the yeah. time, just just randomly. My parents used to watch, oh, it was some show. There was some, the Vicar of Something they watched. And then there was this classic show. It was like uh, about all the help. Not Downton oh. Abbey. But oh, yeah. Okay. It was an old. Yeah. Oh, Lisa loves all those. It was all on Downton. PBS. Oh, on PBS, I remember. Oh, oh, yeah. you're Masterpiece about, uh, Theater. You're not talking about Bridgerton, are you? No. That was on no. Netflix. That was a that's, weird that's show. Like, that's weird. Bridgerton was softcore porn for the ladies. Yes, it was. It was. That's well, what it yeah. was. That's just true. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no. It's a lady's called Erotica. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Erotica. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping knowledge on me right there. I, I did not know that. 
<laughs> I, feel, I feel like I learned something new every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to sports. No. Yeah. So do we want to go to sports? Do well, aliens play back, soccer? Yeah, do uh, we're, soccer. Look, we're coming back to aliens. We were not dumb. So Mike, Mike's a baseball fan, right? So am I. Yeah. So like, what do you? I kind of like the if you're in the bottom three, you drop. To the next to like triple A and then the best triple A teams come on. The problem is the Orioles and the Tigers. I know, my team was the triple A teams in the middle of the pack last year. Yeah, no, last year. Last year. You gotta have a couple down here. The problem with relegation is though it's so hard to get back up. Yeah. That's hard. But it would encourage owners not to tank. Yeah. I I can't stand that. Because that's exactly what my team is doing this year, and it's. Mm. But do the do the European soccer leagues have like drafts and things? Or is, I no, don't. But no. they so. they start there. Like they, they're like young. They're like, like seven. Yeah, they like they like they, they the call them trunk. academies. Yeah, yeah. Where they like go to school. Yeah, right. they go to right. school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Learn but, your so math. They, they don't have goal. like a draft, and then it's all free agents. And then I know they do like they put players on loan. Like yeah. they'll lend a player to yeah, a team. Please, please. I don't know much about soccer, but yeah, they do yeah. other stuff. Yeah, it's, it's strange. It, I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like, though. You're saying, okay, we're going to let you play for this team, and that team's going to pay us X amount of dollars. Plus, they're going to pay that player's salary. Yeah. And at the end of the year, we get you back. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's, it's what the like good thing. players on crap teams get loaned out. Basically, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, we kind of do it too over here when you have like. Rental players, right? yeah, like you get them after the trade, yeah, the so trade like, deadline for, or at the last year, like they're in the final year of the contract, you yeah. pick them up for half a season. It's the Trey Mancini thing, like Mancini, he, uh, yeah. Manny Machado. Yeah. It happens for Lander when he went to Houston when yeah. he won the first series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah most times you try to resign them, but yeah, they go over there. Some of them, like you know, you're not going to resign them, right? Yeah, um, like the Capitals got, they do it every year. Like they'll pick up some dudes. They think it'll be good for the playoffs. To like the one year they got Shat and Kirk, he didn't do crap. Um, most of the guys the Cavs get don't do anything, <laughs> but so I don't know. But um, it'll never happen here, though. No, the, the franchises won't. are worth too much. Well, money. yeah, they're worth too much money. I mean, they're hundreds gonna... of millions of dollars. You, you're not relegating that. <laughs> yeah, they're talking I mean, the players expansion. get relegated. So. The player, yeah, the players <laughs> get relegated. They're talking about expansion though. For yeah. what? For baseball. No, we, they can't expand anymore. I love baseball, but there's enough teams. Uh, that's what I think, but. That's the, to I, where? I think Charlotte was one and uh, Nashville yeah. was the other. Well, the Orioles didn't renew their lease, so they may not be the Baltimore Orioles anymore. Mm, so here, here's my I'll, I'll pretty much I'll give up on the whole MLB. I'll, I'll be done with it. I know people. I mean, it'd be unreal, and I'll be so disappointed because I love Camden Yards, but and I'm not going to watch. And I'm not going to be a Nats fan. So. No, no, I can't be you a, can Nats be a fan. Tigers fan with me. So watch another the crap Yankees, team. you know, we're watch another crap. Team. You know what? I, that's what I would do. Yeah. I would always. I'd become a Yankees or a Red Sox fan. But then you have to be obnoxious. I can be obnoxious. But see, who's worth Yankees or Red be, Sox fans? Red Sox fans. See, Red Sox, one hundred percent. Anybody I can think be so obnoxious. Too. It's hard to say though. Yeah, Ugh. you have to be obnoxious if you're one of them. I, All the time. I'm one, and I'm I'm not. You're super obnoxious. <laughs> no, so my buddy, my buddy was into baseball, and he decided to be a he. One of you got into baseball. He's like, and he's a Red Sox fan. And he's like, well, I said, why are you a Red Sox fan, dude? He goes, well, you know, I wasn't into baseball, and then, you know, when I was deployed, I, you know, we were watching it, so you know, I had to pick a team, so I 
I picked the Red Sox. I was like, you could have chose any team, and you chose them. You went for the Red Sox. Yeah, my, my wife says, oh, we should, like, get the train and go to Boston or something for the weekend. I was like, absolutely not. No. So here's the thing. As an Orioles fan, I would feel safe and comfortable going to Yankee Stadium and watching the Orioles play wearing my O stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not in Boston. Right. No. Not in Fenway. They'll throw batteries at you. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's batteries. Philadelphia is where they threw the batteries. It wasn't Boston. Yeah, Philadelphia also oh. booed Jesus. And Santa they, Claus. They threw snowballs at Santa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to talk about battery, though, I mean, I'm sure. And they, uh, and they booed the Walter Payton man of the year. <laughs> they <laughs> did. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on now. Hold on. Can I give them a pass on that one? Because. It was Philadelphia, and the Man of the Year award was to a cowboy. That's come on. Yeah, you still got to respect this community no, service. Come it's on, community they're, they're service. They're not cheer the <laughs> you're cowboys. You're booing his community service. Yes, you didn't get quarterback of the year. Better than to give that award out in Philadelphia. Correct. That's the correct answer. Give that award out in. They weren't in Philadelphia, <laughs> weren't they? No, they. It was a Super Bowl. It was, it was a Super Bowl. Yeah, the half the stadium filled with Philadelphia people. <laughs> yeah, you um, knew better. Yeah. You don't do that. They they boot Santa. Surprised they didn't bring in some pocket sand and throw it in. Right. I mean, come on. You knew what you were doing. Yeah. Like in the spectrum, they put the, the awnings over the players' tunnel mm-hmm. because the yeah, flyer so fans throw were throwing beer at the yeah. flyers. Yeah. So. By way, side note, that's as close to Dak Prescott's ever going to get to a Super Bowl. I said it. (laughs) (laughs) I said it. And we lost any fans from Texas. (laughs) But it had to be said. That dude is never going to sniff a Super Bowl. He's got choke artist. He's got Tony Romo vibes. He's a choke artist. He's got that Tony Romo playoff vibe. Great announcer. Yeah. Can't quite cut it. Did you hear, like, they had to go to his house and tell him, like, to rein it back in, apparently? Because he wasn't year one Tony Romo? Like, I I guess his performances slipped off or something. So the executives from whichever network he announces for went to his house and sat him down and said, you need to get, you need to get back on track. I'm like, wow. I, I listened to him this He's year. So much better to listen to than Joe Buck ever was. What about oh, Collinsworth? God, Collinsworth and Joe Buck? Collinsworth. Collinsworth started yeah. to be like Madden. Listen to the SAP the when those ones are on. Ugh. You ever you remember Madden? Madden would just circle random stuff on the teleprompter. It was so much fun, though. But like toward the end of it, like stuff wasn't making sense. Well, no, but it's still fun to listen to his Madden. Right. Say, so look at this guy here. He's like circling the, the hot dog vendor. <laughs> <laughs> like, the voice, man. John, I don't think he's catching passes, my man. He's catching hot dogs. <laughs> Come okay. on. Uh, I, I kind of like Collinsworth, to be honest with you. No, I... Boo. No. Come on. Mm-mm. He's got some... He's got, like, the fun anecdotes about stuff. I, I kind of no, like it. Whenever my team is playing... Yeah. He's always like, ah, but wasn't a catch. Eh. Like, he's always, <laughs> always. And then for the longest time, he would just verbally fellash Tom Brady for the entire game. Verbally fellash. Yes. That, was, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. that, that's in the dictionary now. Yeah. Fellash. Yeah. <laughs> like, just Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Dude, we get it. You don't have to jock him for the entire game. Joe Buck does the same thing, though. I don't like him either. But Colin and, and Rogers. I was so excited when I heard he wasn't calling the soup, the not the Super Bowl, the World Series. Oh, I was, I was, I call, I text my dad I'm like, yes, we don't have to listen to Joe Buck this year. <laughs> you know the worst part though? I like his voice. 
I just don't like what comes out of it. Yeah. Every famous line the man has stole yeah. from somebody else. You know what turned everyone turned on him when he was it was the Randy Moss incident. When Randy Moss played, you know, did the the uh the moon of the Green Bay Packers end zone, and he was like, "Oh, that's not disgusting. That's the worst." Like he played off like it was the worst thing in the world. Like, dude, chill, chill out. My man's just doing. He's antagonizing fans when he he was like playing for Minnesota against the Packers, like rivals. And I mean that oddly enough, that wasn't probably the worst touchdown celebration we've ever seen, but he made it seem like it was. I think from then on, it was everyone was like oh, Joe Buck, gross. <laughs> yeah, well, the I mean, when the receivers are doing that, I'm like, yeah, there's CTE. <laughs> like I'm convinced every head case receiver is CTE. Antonio Brown <laughs> raised that bar, yeah, a little bit. Oh, CTE. Oh, that dude's crazy. Uh, you're not half naked running off the field. You don't have CTE. <laughs> no, you're, you're perfectly That's normal. That's CTE. <laughs> <laughs> or or you're not the guy knocked out in the in the fencing position on your back. He's yeah. got CTE. Yeah. Not that guy. <laughs> but or if you don't if you don't die on the field like Demar Hamlin did, oh. eh, you're fine. But see, he's got the best one. He he like. But did you die? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. He's like, wow, that bar's been raised a little bit. Dude literally died on the field. Yeah. Good only, God. Only for like a minute. Or nine, or nine of them. Yeah, is it that long? It was nine <laughs> minutes of, of CPR. Is that what's it? How is that possible? Yeah. I thought your limit was like three minutes. If your heart stopped pumping blood, your well, brain when you start gone. doing CPR, well, CPR is you're moving blood. Blood. Oh, okay. through. You're just manually moving. The and blood. then the the thing is though with him though, if you're at, you also got to think like this wasn't some like, this wasn't you or me like <laughs> falling out. This is an elite like. Physical specimen, like his body is in really good shape anyway. Like a, that's like a one in a couple billion chance that yeah. that thing happened. That was crazy. Yeah, that was scary though. So he could probably survive. Like he has a being in better shape. It makes you well. Yeah, it's more survivable. So let me. Like, I, none of us are doctors, obviously, but that's never stopped us from talking about medical shit anyway. On this show, <laughs> you are the alternative health podcast. Alt- that's right. So we're going to get into some health things. So I know from like my old lacrosse playing days. Goalies would wear the chest protector because there was a chance that the ball could hit you square in the chest, stop your heart. And that was, that wasn't the reason why uh, defibrillators were uh, mandated on fields, but it was one of the sports that kind of brought it to the forefront. And it's now why it is mandatory at every, every sporting event, I believe from high school on up. It maybe they don't, do they make them for like lower levels at all? Like, not make them, but do they make them? Well, if, them? I mean, if they take place in a school, schools have them. Like, okay. every school has at least two. Um, I'm wondering if he got, even if it wasn't a like a hard hit to the chest, and I haven't watched the play in a while, but did he, like, he take a shoulder to the chest or a helmet to the chest on that play, maybe? Because it wasn't immediate. Like, he stood up, and he was about to take a step, and then he just kind of fell. And that's when the heart stopped. So I'm wondering... The yeah. heart could have stopped at the hip. Well, yeah, because right, it's wow. just going to be a while until that there, like the there's oxygenated blood in the brain. Yeah. So if the heart stops, that just like in your car, you have your fuel pump. If your fuel pump kicks out, there's still fuel going up into the engine. Mm-hmm. Right. Once that fuel past mm-hmm. the pump is gone, then the engine will cut off. Yeah. So it, there's probably residual oxygenated blood. 
And then just not then at a certain point there's not enough to support consciousness anymore. So then that's when he falls out. That was scary, man. Yeah. Right. Because he got up and like thought he was gonna take a step and he just fell mm-hmm. down. But so I mean I could I could definitely see like people are like, Oh, look at the players, they're crying. Like, dude, hold up. <laughs> hold up a minute. The dude that was he traumatic. Down. Yeah. Huh. You see that, you're like, whoa. Um, so I don't blame any of those players for shedding a tear over that. Yeah, that's that's all right in the man book because we know everything about being man. Yeah. Man book, uh, man book. <laughs> well, <laughs> we were talking about I think two three three episodes ago. We we're talking about the rise in like people selling alpha male. Oh yeah, stuff like learn how to be an alpha male, learn how to be a man's man, learn how to, and they all end up being like just like showman, uh, liver king, liver king. Yeah, yeah, Jack Murphy. <laughs> That guy, like uh-huh. it, you could probably, I, I'm sure, like if we just went through, we could find five more. There's a camp that people go to. Um, they pretend like the guys who are all teaching it are all Navy SEALs and SF guys because, like, these dudes are re- who are coming out of that are really trying to like make that their brand because there's a bunch of them that are doing it, and some are pretty cool. Like, I really like Jocko and. Um, like Mike Glover, like those dudes are pretty cool, but like there's a whole bunch more that are coming out, and this one guy is doing it where he has like a camp for like grown men, and they go there and get yelled at and go through like a modified like Bud's Hell Week, and they have to like carry poles and boats, and then they have to swim in the ocean and get sandy. I'm like, this is dumb, and then these other guys yell at them. Mm-hmm. And dudes are paying for this. I'm like, what is the matter with you yeah, that no, you're going to pay for this? You either are or aren't. And yeah. You, and you can enlist. They, they're still taking they'll, people. They'll pay you. And, they'll, and you'll get you paid. You don't have to pay. Yeah. You don't have to pay to get yelled at. Yeah. But it's expensive. <laughs> they're, you got to be dropping age. like 10 grand for a week of this crap. Well, up to, what, 36? Hey, you can't be 40. Yeah, yeah, we don't qualify for the draft anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there, there are dudes out there in like their late 30s, early 40s who are paying for this. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, they have I, some warped vision of what a man is supposed to be. I can't imagine doing that shit. I just can't imagine no. paying to have somebody yell at me and carry, but like, no, nah, I'm, I'm pretty somebody good. Yell, just go home and I'll piss my wife off. She'll be all right. <laughs> 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 like, that's not. Like, that's not what makes a man. Like, that's dumb. Yeah, but like, they have to do all, the, they do all this like paramilitary type, you know, basic training type stuff. With all these dudes, like, bearded up, tatted up, muscle dudes, like, you know, um, you got to do this for your team? Like, what team? Like, what are talking about? This is dumb. Right. Like, at what point do you, like, stand up and realize, this is dumb. Like, I just wasted a whole bunch of money. <laughs> this is dumb. How is this going to help me? And then you have the testimonials, like, that was the greatest program in my life. And, okay. I learned so much. Yeah, I, I run learned a how Fortune, to yell that. I run a Fortune 500 company. Okay. Yeah. Sure you do. Then you shouldn't be. <laughs> right? yeah. if, you, if you need this to, to be a man, and you no. and then you go and you yell at someone at work and you get sued. EEOC complaint. HR is talking to you. <laughs> like the alpha H- male, nice this HR lady. Sue your ass. <laughs> the nice HR lady wants to talk to you. Exactly. Yeah. Because sure. and they are <laughs> terrifying. Because they're so calm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, they, I feel like they're always trying to trap you. Like, hey, can you fill out this statement? No, no. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not recall. I need an attorney. <laughs> I don't know how to write. <laughs> I forgot. My my, lip, my fingers went numb. Can I plead the fifth here? Yeah. 
You're not in court, sir. <laughs> feels like it. Feels like it. <laughs> this is worse than the courtroom. I'd rather, can I have a judge instead, please? Uh, no, I don't want you. You never mess with an HR lady. They're the real alpha. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there you go. There. Like, like, you've never seen someone know their professional handbook as well as an HR lady. Like none. Navigating HR is awful. <laughs> awful. I can only imagine. Like thousands of pages. Like you ever see the, the like the manuals in their office? Just binders of pages, thousands of pages of pumping. It's like twenty five worn pieces. Every page of that thing, somebody somebody did. did. Like you're the reason we have to have this meeting today. Right. <laughs> So, but the thing is, like, it's not only just internal stuff. Then you have to know, like, the state level stuff. You have to know the Fed stuff, like, all kinds of. If it's military, you gotta, like, I'm sure there's DOD specific stuff on top of, like, for a contractor. You probably have DOD stuff you have to be, and then mm-hmm. your own internal, and then state and federal and local. And yeah. No thanks. I wonder if they're aliens. Say, and back to aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Are they the real aliens? <laughs> Here to keep us in HR check. is the aliens. They're controlling us. When our, our egos get too big. We go to the HR rep that is the alien. They're like, no, you're you're nothing, smack. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that these aliens they're talking about aren't real aliens. It's just a distraction from the government. So Misdirection. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, look, when they were shooting down balloons and calling them aliens... There was probably one of the worst environmental disasters that occurred in Ohio. Conspiracy theory. What if that's aliens and they're using that to cover it up? Could be. Conspiracy theory. Could I be. I love conspiracy theories. <laughs> they make me laugh. I'm just saying, this thing happened probably two and a half weeks ago. Two, uh, it's, it's like barely scratching the news. Not it's crazy. One, there's no news on it. So the first I saw of it was on an Instagram post. Yes. And then Tucker Carlson picked it up. And he started talking about it. And it's finally getting some traction in other places, but not like the scale of this. Have you seen the pictures of like the black cloud just yeah, going? That's crazy. Yeah, it's like something out of a like you know uh, sci-fi movie. It's how they make like, zombies. Man. Yeah, it's nuts. And then just the sheer stupidity of how this all went down. So the train derail something like seventeen hundred trains derail a year. Mm-hmm. But I also want to, like, let's consider, like, what counts as a derailment. Because I'm sure, like, a train just popping off the tracks counts as a derailment. Where, you know, like, oh, what's derailment? Where most people think, oh, like, this is a derailment. Yeah. There's different levels of derailment, mm-hmm. right? So this thing happens. The train's carrying vinyl chloride and Which is like some of the most toxic crap. Yeah, yeah. and it unstable. It has it's, to be kept at like 10 degrees yeah. or it like blows up. <laughs> it's linked to about seven different cancers. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the other cars were carrying acetylbutylate. So some of the cars were damaged and what should have happened is they should have offloaded the cargo from the damaged cars to either trucks or another train to get to get it out of there and then clean up the site. Well, that would have taken too long. So these geniuses decided to set it on fire. To right? do a burn off. Yeah. To dump it into a trench. 
A burn pit. Let's yeah. call it a burn pit. Yeah. Yeah. Control how'd that, how'd burn. that work out? How burn pits work out? Hey, <laughs> that's not going to spread at all. No, <laughs> right. everyone's going to be fine. <laughs> so it then yeah. they then set things it. going into the atmosphere are, are great. Yeah, that doesn't Giant travel at all. Black. Yeah, that doesn't nothing. travel at all. What about the, the what was it? acetylbutylate? What was it? What's acetylbutylate. Called? That's one of the main causes of acid rain. By the way, yeah. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So then, but the thing is, this when you set vinyl chloride on fire it turns into a gas called phosgene and phosgene gas is what they used in world war one in the trenches and what that stuff does it's heavier than air so it It ends up it sits in the trenches in the lowest pot which is how it was designed to be used so now you're gonna you're gonna be discovering these like little pockets of it for because you just sit there forever you know forever but you know um what was the bird death count already? And the fish death count. The fish death count was like three hundred fifty thousand. I, I listened to a, a pretty good pod, uh, podcast on it yesterday, actually. Um, and they they talk about one the area where they are. A lot of people rely on well water. Mm-hmm. So um, they're yeah, saying they, they ain't drinking water for a long ever. Yeah. Ever basically. So there were a couple things that happened. One, they had to threaten to arrest people if they didn't leave their homes, because you did have people saying, well, I'm not going to leave. Yeah. I'm going to stay here. And they're like, if you don't go, we're going to lock you up for like child endangerment. If you Mm -hmm. have children and stuff. So, you know, it's dangerous there. Um, And then they, they did that burn and they're saying the air is fine, but the, the vinyl chloride apparently dissipates in the air fast, Mm -hmm. but within the ground and, and the soil and the water, it doesn't go anywhere for a yeah. while. Um, so uh, a lot of fish died. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of birds. They, they're saying that foxes are bloated. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a lot well, going on there. And this, this is and right the, by the Ohio River, too. Yeah. Which flows into the Mississippi. Yeah. That's great. That's not a freshwater source at all. And what, I, what I think is funny is how, like, everything is about climate change and the environment. And then we have a legit mm-hmm. environmental catastrophe, and it's nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to drive an electric car for the environment and, you know, uh, all this ESG stuff. But then it's, you know, you've got your actual, like, true on environmental disaster and... Not a big deal. Let's bury it. Yeah. Let's bury the story. And by the way, so apparently the train derailed because of a, I guess an axle broke. That was the reason for it. But the axle wasn't inspected because certain certain safety precautions for this particular route or, or and or train were relaxed. I want to say about 12, 13 years ago. And it was under the Obama administration. So they were the ones that relaxed these regulations on them, on this train route, knowing it was a chemical train route. Yeah, it's it's weird. It Well, it, either way, though, I feel like most train operators now, there was a, a the proposed strike that was happening. So who knows if the the yard was completely staffed appropriately at the time. But those trains are fairly regularly inspected, and they even have sensors on the track to kind of try and notice. There's sensors on the track, and there's sensors on the train itself to notice when something is wrong with the mechanical parts of it. 
So I'd be hard pressed to think that someone didn't know that something was about the, or was in not great shape on this train. And either they delayed fixing it or they just ignored it, mm-hmm. which makes it even worse. Yeah. Not that I know anything, but I know something. <laughs> well, those, 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 you ever see like a, a flatbed truck carrying train axles? Like they're solid. Mm-hmm. It's one solid yeah, chunk. It's just a solid chunk. Yeah. And it's like the wheels and then the brake pads. Like it's all one continuous, one big piece of metal. Yeah. So, so you just swap them out. Yeah. And I heard that, I'm, I'm not sure how true it is, that it was a like Civil War era braking system. That was on this train, not wouldn't shock me. Not the most modern that yeah. we have from the nineties, but yeah. you know, <laughs> well, well, it doesn't help. They've made these trains so long, mm-hmm. so they use what's called distributed power now. So I don't, know if, I don't know if you've ever seen some of these long trains go by, but it used to be that you would put like three or four engines in the front, and it would pull. Well, now what they're doing is they figured out that they could put one or two engines in the front and then put one in the middle, and they could add more cars to it. Well. You're at, I mean, some of these trains are miles long. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I Where I grew up, cold trains, dude. I yeah. got st- you get stuck behind a certain cold train, you might as well just put it in park, take a little nap. You're going to be there for a bit. Yeah, and those no, the tracks today aren't built for that kind of weight. I mean, it, we're talking like thousands of tons more of train. And even the bypasses aren't made for it. So, like, anyone who's driven or taken Amtrak outside of the Northeast Corridor, because the Northeast Corridor, Amtrak owns the tracks. But everywhere else, they have to share it with, like, CSX and, and Norfolk Southern and all that stuff. Well, those those tracks that Amtrak has, they actually have right away on. But these big trains can't, if they go into the bypass, their butt end sticks out. So the Amtrak train can't get past it. So then the, the Amtrak trains are stuck behind these trains until they can get to somewhere where they can go on the other, the other. If there's a dual track, they can go on the other side and go around. But they've just made them. They made them so big, the infrastructure can't handle them. And I mean, I don't think anyone's going to make them update it. Those train the. There's only really four train operators now, mm-hmm. and they are. Did we pass powerful. a big infrastructure bill? We did. Yes, we did. Could that have been used? Yep. For, for some of this, uh, I am, Possibly, but that that's not even doing anything yet until I think January. Wow. Well, okay. well of January of com- coming January, not, like, not 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 past. Wow. Yeah. So so prime time for election season, but um, yeah, I don't think any any money distribution from that will be seen in t- for another maybe ten months or so. Wow. Maybe even worse than that though, because they put that Buy American Act thing in there. Mm-hmm. We don't make anything. How are you gonna buy it? From, how are you gonna buy American made? When we, we don't make. We it make anything? vinyl chloride. Apparently, do we, do, uh, we, make do we make it or do we just transport it from LA? <laughs> do we import it from LA and ship it all the way across the country? Yeah, so plausible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But you know, and you know, one of the things about this, like, so the Keystone Pipeline was shut down. And one of the reasons they cite environmental reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, this train derailment, granted, I don't think they ship vinyl chloride through pipelines, but if those were all tanker cars carrying crude oil or oil, like that's another, you know, is it safer to have it go through a pipe? Well, they said there's a bunch of pipe leaks every year, too. So who knows? Yeah. 
Maybe they need to upgrade some of this infrastructure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe some, some someone should think about that. Well, and well, uh, and go back to that, the podcast I listened to. They had a guy from one of the the rail unions on there, and there was that argument that they were making to get sick days, right? And I guess the bargain was to give them four sick days for yeah. for rail workers. Um, he mentioned that there are about one hundred and fifty thousand rail workers currently, and down from you know about one point one million. Um, probably in the 1940s, you know, yeah. post-World War II. Um, so there aren't a lot of people. Uh, most of these trains have one person on them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the, the operator. Um, and then the inf- like the infrastructure, whether it's the the tracks or the train, and it's like, well, who who's responsible for who? Yeah. You know, is it the Norfolk Southern that's, you know, a $14 billion company? Or is it the government who, who, who controls... Uh, yeah, and, and should be taking care of these things. Well, Jimmy Dore went off on Joe Biden for busting that strike up. Yeah, and uh, I love Jimmy Dore, but he went after after Joe Biden for essentially they 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 there's it was a strike breaking thing, and you know um, I'm a pro union guy, so that really kind of bugged me when that. That all went down. I mean, but, it's, a, it's, a, it's that old union busting. Yeah. You know, it's like, and and so, I mean, Jimmy Dore, for people that don't know, self-proclaimed, he's like left of Democrats politically. And so when they basically just snuff their right to, to strike, he was like, wait a minute. You're, you're supposed to be on the side of the union. Yeah, this is the pro-union president. Not mm-hmm. the side of the multi-billion dollar corporation. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Which happens to be owned by Warren Buffett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which you know, let's... If we followed the money, yeah. where do you think campaign do, do, donations are coming from? Oh, yeah. Warren, Warren isn't shy with the checkbook when it comes to yeah. politics. And that's just unfortunate, though. I mean, you're talking about dudes that... All they were asking for were some sick days. And I guess the reason behind it was um, with annual with their annual leave, it's all seniority based. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you it's not like a lot of other people. You go to your boss, you say you need a, you, you say you need some annual leave and they say, say, Oh, okay. Like the rail the rail workers they have to put in for annual leave like I think thirty days in advance at least. And they have to get approval. Well, the people doing the approving have to make sure that they have enough staffing for the trains to run. So what they're saying is, because they offered them more annual leave. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, annual leave doesn't do us any good. We need sick leave that we can take when we get sick that yeah. we can't plan for. Um, and, and that was their whole, like, that. it wasn't money. It wasn't, it was literally that sticking point for four sick days. So that they could use it and take off if they got sick. It's like, and the fact that they, the government stepped in to say, no, you're not going to strike over that to me is Adam. It's unbelievable that, especially for the party that claims to be the party of the unions. Yeah. So now there's no party for the unions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if I'm a union member and I see that regardless of the union, how am I going to vote Democrat again? You, you do know in the lovely state of Maryland, which is about as Democrat as it gets, there are, you can't strike if you're a teacher, a fire, p- 
police, or garbage worker. Or mass transit. Can't can't do that. It's just like New York City. I don't think New York it's City. Illegal. Yeah, New York City mass transit can't stray either. But it's like how how are at least in some of the places run by Democrats, it's like, look, isn't that your isn't that your base? Like, shouldn't you have some things in favor? And the, like they always use the excuses of, well, you know, these are ne- these are necessary essential essen- essential, yeah, yeah. essential services. Well, it, it isn't. It, the union worker isn't their base. It's the union itself. So it's whoever's in charge of AFL-CIO, who's ever in charge of the teachers' union, the national level. That's that's where they're getting their money from. Right. Randy Weingarten or Weingarten doesn't give a crap about the average classroom teacher. Right. Um, the AFL-CIO guy doesn't give a crap about you know the whichever trade he's representing. He's just trying to grease his own wheels. And and make things happen, but that's that is their clientele. The the it's not the individual labor unions who are down. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just throwing shade on Democrats; it's the Republicans too. If they were involved in it, it's all of them. Well, I don't think so. it's even a political issue as much as it's a people who are part of these unions not holding them, yeah, responsible or accountable to what they're supposed to mm-hmm. to provide. Right. That's from teachers to, yeah. to police officers. It no one cares if you're a Democrat or Republican. Like what you're paying these union dues, mm-hmm. what the hell are you giving me yeah. for for what I'm paying you for? Which is why a lot of the the unions don't want union dues to be optional. Because they know a ton of people would opt out mm-hmm. and not pay the union dues. But all right. We've kind of kicked this pig a little bit, so we got so a little bit more business left. We have. Uh, I want to say thank you again to Cheers and Spirits uh, in the Arnold Station Plaza in Arnold, Maryland. Um, the giveaway: twenty-five dollar Amazon gift card. You must have. You must. Uh, you must have followed us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you also must subscribe to the YouTube channel. And also, and this is the third one, it's a lot, big ask. You also have to like the page on Facebook, and we can see who's done all three. So we'll know who to pick from. Um, if you're already, um, if you already have done all that, you like the Facebook page, put, you subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you followed us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you've already done it, great. You're already entered. You're in. So that's it. That's the, that's the giveaway there. $25 Amazon gift card. We'll mail it to you. Or email it to you if it's an. I think it's going to be an e gift card where we just send the code. Um, I think I don't think I'm forgetting anything. That was the big reveal yeah. right there. <laughs> thanks for sticking around for 100 episodes. If you did, uh, or if you're new here, thanks for showing up for episode 100. It's just like you're starting over at zeros if you leave the one off. So next episode is number one for you people. <laughs> um, appreciate you coming by. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.